Welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast. If you love tennis and want to improve your game, this podcast is for you. Whether it's technique, strategy, equipment, or the mental game, tennis professional Ian Westerman is here to make you a better player. And now, here's Ian. Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the show. I've got probably is going to be a very quick episode today, something I haven't done in quite a while, but I just wanted to make sure that I, I got something else out there right away. I want to say quickly, thank you to those of you that downloaded my last episode, even though it had, it had been months since my, my last new episode. I Honestly, I, I didn't know what to expect. I, I wouldn't have blamed everybody for just forgetting about the show and, and leaving. But I was actually very surprised by, by how many times it was downloaded. It was several thousand times. So great to know that there's still people out there listening. Thank you so much for continuing to support the show by listening. I appreciate it. And I hope that it continues to be helpful to you. I'm going to talk about the, the next Essential Tennis Clinic at the end of today's show. For right now, I want to get right to today's topic. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some great tennis instruction. All right. In episode number 202, we're going to be talking about how to get out of a rut with a stroke. When you get stuck hitting to a certain place, and maybe it's due to a technique flaw, maybe it's due to lack of confidence, Maybe it's due to tightness, physical tightness, whatever the reason. I, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and uh, read to you today's question. It comes to us from John M. in Texas, longtime listener and supporter of the show. John, it was great to hear from you. John wrote and said, I go out and hit with a ball machine once per week. I've noticed that sometimes I will be hitting against the ball machine and I will be slightly late with every shot. In these situations, my timing is not radically off where the ball is flying off in crazy directions, but rather I can tell that I am just a bit late on every shot, which results in a weaker ball with less pace and less consistent placement. Do you have any advice on fine-tuning your, your ball timing when you are on the court and find that it is slightly off? Yes, John. And I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And for me personally, this this happens. And, and just recently, I've started getting back on the court again and, and hitting and playing. In fact, I have an appointment later today to get out and, and do some drilling. I'm really looking forward to that. So for me, it's my backhand. My, my one-handed backhand, my, my drive or topspin backhand has been chronically late for years, years and years. And it's, it's due to several reasons, which I, I, won't, I won't get into. I, w I won't describe in detail here. But suffice it to say that I have a very hard time hitting cross courts. And usually, that's how late timing is going to manifest itself. John here, John hits a lot. Hits with a ball machine a lot. He plays a lot of tennis. And so for him... It's not very difficult to pick out when things are, are just a little off. And he, the way that he described his symptoms of his timing being a little bit off were, he said, nothing radical, but his, his placement, his accuracy is off by just a little bit. He loses a little bit of pace 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, that, th- those were the two main ones. A little bit weaker ball, a little bit less pace, and a little bit less uh, consistent with his placement. For me, and, and I think for most people, it's going to be a little more obvious, usually having to do with the direction the ball goes in. When you're late on a ground stroke, and that's what John's talking about here is on his ground strokes, usually that means that the ball is going to travel more down the line than what you were aiming. I'm a left-handed player. My backhand is on the, the deuce side, on the right side of the courts, on, on the right side of my body. And so I have a hard time getting my backhand cross courts because I tend to be chronically late. And many of you listening, I'm sure, have experienced that same problem, either chronically like me, where it's just a bad habit, or maybe just once in a while where your timing gets off. So how do you fix it? Ultimately, you are stuck within a certain feel. Timing is very much an element of feel within your game. When your timing is off by just a little bit, it doesn't feel quite right. When it's off by a bunch, it just feels plain bad. In my in my case, truthfully, that's that's that is the case. It just feels bad. It, I, I'm very often very late and very jammed up. My contact point is much too far back, and it's just a bad feeling shot. And so. In order to fix this, John, you must break out of that feel and feel something totally different, completely different. In my experience teaching players in person and on court, getting them to experience the opposite is usually the best way to break them out of that rut and get them to feel something different so that they can finally get away from that chronic mistake. Or even if it's not a chronic mistake, get them away from that general mistake so that they can feel what the alternative is, basically. So in this particular instance, being late on a ground stroke, let's say that I'm, I'm working with a student who, just like me, maybe, maybe they're a right-handed player instead, but they have a backhand that's just constantly late. And as a result, they have a hard time hitting a solid cross-court backhand ground stroke. So what I, what I would typically do is I would have them set up on the baseline and I would give them a radically different target. So if most of their backhands tend to go down the line, I would, I would totally forget about having them aim cross court. And I would say, listen, you're not only going to aim cross court here, but your target is the side curtain. And I'm speaking here of using an indoor court. You know how there's the curtain dividers on indoor courts. When you're outside, you'd have to, in order to do the same thing, you'd have to go to um, one end of the courts or the other so that there's a fence. You know, what I'm talking about is any kind of physical barrier. So it could be the fence on the side of the courts, cross court from where your stroke is, or it could be a curtain, a divider curtain. I would have them aim for the side curtain across their body. So for them, a right-handed player hitting a backhand on the ad side, they'd be aiming for the side curtain on the far right side of the courts, across the net and on the far right side of the court. So the extreme ad side of the courts over on the other side. And I would say, okay, try to hit the curtain on a fly, the side curtain without the ball bouncing. And usually their very first attempt at trying that they'd hit like an awesome cross-court ground stroke that would go in. <laughs> that would go in the court and into the, the singles court. 
And we, of course, we'd have a laugh about that and say, ah, look, at it, isn't that funny? You, you, you tried to totally exaggerate it, and it actually ended up being just about right, pretty much perfect. And, uh, but then I would get serious again and say, okay, you know, that's, that's funny, and it's great that it worked out that way, but I'm not joking. You need to hit that side curtain. And for a lot of people who get stuck into a rut with a timing mistake, it would take, you know, a half a dozen, six, eight, maybe ten tries before they hit the side curtain on a fly the very first time. And then once they hit it once, they would say, okay, great. Now we need to hit it 10 times, maybe even 10 times in a row, because I, I want to break them totally free of that late timing feel and get them totally on the other end of the spectrum so that they can finally get a different feel. That's the whole point here is feeling something not only different, but really totally opposite from what they're feel mistake has been up until this point. So they would hit 10 in a row that hit that side curtain. And then after achieving that, I would say, okay, now, now go ahead and just aim cross courts. And then all of a sudden aiming cross courts and just hitting a cross court ground stroke all of a sudden is very, very easy because it's not even close to as early of a swing as hitting that side fence or that, that side curtain. And so all of a sudden it's no problem at all to reach out there and make contact while in front of the body enough that it goes cross court. And it's, it's incredible how that can totally change your perspective, totally change your feel for the stroke and get you broken out of the, the habit or the rut that you were in previously. And then typically what I would do after that is have the student alternate back and forth between uh, down the line, cross courts, down the line, cross courts, and really continuing to raise their comfort level for those different timings of shots. So, John, this is what I recommend. And it's great that you have access to a ball machine. That's perfect. If you're listening and you don't have a ball machine, get somebody who can feed to you a, a pretty consistent shot. I would not recommend trying to do this within a rally. You want to have a, you know, at least a little basket of balls, at least 10, 15, 20 balls, and somebody who can feed you relatively consistently so that you can get the same type of shot again and again. And the only variable is how you are timing the swing. So you can just focus on just that one thing. Just concentrate on that. Make sure that you break out of that habit or that pattern or that rut that you were in and feel that totally different feeling of your timing. So bottom line, bust out of that habit. John, make sure I recommend that you go out and do this. The only way to hit that side curtain is to be very, very early with the strokes. So the exact opposite of what your problem was. So hit that side curtain 10 times in a row and then go ahead and start going for a cross court ball, really extending your hands and your arms out towards the point of contact freely, relaxed and fluidly. Just, just let your arms and your hands go out towards the ball nice and early. And then practice that going down the line as well. You should still be making contact in a comfortable, confident, athletic position with your hands out in front of you, even on a down-the-line shot. So, John, hopefully that's helpful to you. Thank you so much for writing in. Thank you for your continued support of the, uh, the podcast and everything else that I do here at Essential Tennis. And best of luck to you. Hopefully this is helpful. Let me know how you do. does it for episode number 202 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I really appreciate it. If you have any questions at all having to do with anything that I talked about in today's episode, please let me know by going to EssentialTennis.com slash podcast. Click on episode number 202 
and leave your comments or questions right there. I would love to hear from you and get your feedback and or answer any questions that you might have. So let's talk real quickly about the next clinic I have coming up. This is very new information as of today. Today is April 24th, and I'm going to be accepting signups for this clinic very soon. And it's going to be held in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's going to be on June 9th and 10th, and it's going to be a clinic focused on one topic, and that is going to be singles strategy. So if you want to learn how to strategize and use tactics within your singles play to be more successful than you ever have been before, and you'd like to work with me in person on that and and learn from me in person, then this would be an awesome opportunity for you. And I'd love to work with you in Milwaukee. So if you're interested in that, there's there's not signups available yet, but they will be very soon. That's something that you'd like to uh, to do with me and and participate over that weekend. Shoot me an email to Ian I A N at EssentialTennis.com, and I will make sure that you get full details as soon as they are made available. So let me know about that. Come back to the site. Leave any comments or questions that you might have. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Again, thank you so much for your time and your attention whenever you happen to be listening to this. And I look forward to the next episode, which hopefully will be very very soon. Uh, By the way, thank you everybody that submitted questions. I got a bunch of them after asking for new uh, topics last week. Really appreciate that. I'm all set for, for quite a while now. So I really look forward to answering those. So until next time, take care and good luck with your tennis. 